Hi, everyone. Welcome back to How to College First Gen, where we have real conversations about what it's like to be a first gen student before, during, and after college. I'm one of your hosts, Shiv, and I'm joined with Adnan. Hey, guys. This is Adnan, also one of the co-hosts today, and uh, we're excited about bringing this cool topic to y'all. For those that don't know the podcast, just real quick, our goal here is to democratize knowledge that we've gained along the way, learn a bit more about our first-gen experience, and hopefully help others going through some of the same challenges that first-gens like Adnan and I have experienced by sharing the lessons learned from our fellow first-gens. So today, the heart of the discussion is about graduating in five years versus four years and understanding some of these undergraduate decisions that we make, that first-gens often have to make. Yeah. You, you know, when, when I started college at, at U of H, I, I knew nothing, right? Like a lot of first-gen students. And I still remember kind of the inflection point where I decided that I was going to take an extra year to graduate college versus the traditional four years. And one of the things we want to do in this in this episode is kind of walk you guys through that process and go backwards and how that came about, right? So just for me personally, a big decision maker for going five years versus four years was really wanting to do an internship and, and get that you know employee experience, uh, employment experience while going to school. I kind of realized late later on in school, like around my sophomore year, that just graduating wasn't enough, but I needed to prepare myself for life after graduation and, and really as a first gen student being able to make money for my degree because really I didn't really have a lot of room for error there. And so when I got my first internship, it was a summer internship and I was able to go to school after the summer ended, but I realized that might not be enough. I needed to get another summer internship or get more experiences while I was going to school and a lot of that had to do with, you know, just the experience I was getting from the company I was with, but also the company encouraging me to, you know, do work while I was going to school in a semester. So that kind of really changed my mindset. I realized that it was okay for me to maybe not be full-time a semester, take a couple of classes, do work, and then extend my graduation date out. So that really changed my mindset when I had my first internship, at least for me. I don't know, Shiv, if you had something different. Yeah, or I guess just to nail, nail that down a little bit, you mentioned I was in the middle of the process. What year did you kind of decide that? So I would say like as I was entering into my junior year, so after, you know, after my second internship, they basically came to me and said, hey, look, we'd love to have you for another summer which would be the summer of my junior year, but we just can't do that. The only thing we can offer you is being able to do this in another internship, a third internship fall of my junior year. And I, I still remember being extremely stressed out because it was change. It was basically me committing to extending school out a year. And, and that's not an easy decision because as a first-gen student, I was paying for school myself. A lot of folks might be in the same boat. And I had to think about, okay, can I afford a fifth year of school? And really, ultimately, the answer to that was yes. You know, things I've learned through that process is eventually everything works out. And eventually, if you do well in school and if you are focused, you find money in certain ways, whether that's through work study or other scholarships. And people want to help you. They want to see you succeed. So for me, at least, it worked out that way. And this idea of people wanting to see you succeed is nice too, because you're. It sounds like you didn't expect to get a spring semester or a fall or spring semester internship, and that kind of just happened through your like the hard work you did during your summer. Yeah, yeah, didn't didn't expect that at all. Cool, but for me, I think it's slightly different. 
So I think we mentioned this in our intro a discussion a couple of weeks ago, but I started undergrad as an econ major and I pivoted to chemical engineering. And that pivot happened like first semester of my sophomore year. The self-discovery process was a little bit like off, like off the topic here, but I wanted to do something a little bit more technical and chemical engineering like fit that bill. But I didn't actually understand what that meant in terms of my graduation timeline until I had to get into the weeds, read, like go over the degree plans and then see how it fit into my classes already. And there was, I guess, not surprisingly, not that much of an overlap between the econ department and the chemie department. So I ended up like, it kind of forced me to make that decision that sophomore year of like, do I want to get this second degree? Am I willing to spend another year here and grind it out, pay for it, take on more internship, like part-time work the entire time? I think most of the time in undergrad, I was like tutoring or like at least 20 to 30 hours a week trying to like get get the money to help pay for all of it. But I'm kind of happy I did. And at first I was nervous for the same reasons, right? Like we want to get to the workforce as fast as possible. There's an opportunity cost of your time because that's an, that's an extra like full-time salary that you're not making that fifth year because you're there studying. But maybe one of the, the benefits that I got was the extra internship that you mentioned. Like you're able, you have another summer, you could do more internships, but also you have more time to reflect on what you actually want. I think as a first gen, when I entered undergrad or even the second or third year, I didn't know what jobs are even out there. Like my mom and dad weren't chemical engineers already. They didn't know people in various sectors. So I didn't know what jobs look like. And I'm still, I'm in B school now and I'm barely scratching the surface on what jobs are actually out there outside of chemical engineering. And I think having that extra year to reflect and go through this and talk to people and network gave me a much stronger starting position in my full-time role than I would have had if I would have just jumped into any role uh, after four. So there's, yeah, it's not just, is it worth it from like, will I, do I need it to graduate? But also like maybe there's some soft benefits from having that extra time, uh, the extra internship and the extra time to reflect. Yeah, I mean, that's that's completely accurate. You know, I, one thing that's interesting is, you know, for a lot of our listeners, you might be in high school and you understand kind of all the soft portions of school, right? You know, building your resume, doing all the extracurriculars for your college applications, because colleges these days, they don't just look at your grades or your SAT score. They look at your whole, you know, your whole resume, your whole application. And that's kind of the same in college, really, with employers, right? If your goal is to, or even grad school, if your goal is to go to a nice, you know, elite grad school, or or, or you want to get a really nice job out of school, those institutions, those employers, they look at your whole overall resume. And that includes internships, that includes things to do outside of just your classes, you know, organizations, uh, volunteering. And one thing that, you know, a lot of, I think, freshmen don't realize is the amount of course load that you'll have in your freshman year and then sophomore, junior year. It is, it really does become a juggling game with, okay, what do I pick and choose? Which class do I shift? Maybe a class I can take at a community college to transfer the hours over. You know, you have to figure out that numbers game because there's only so many hours in a day and you have to be able to not just do school well, but you know, pick up that internship, pick up those extracurriculars outside of your classes. It, it doesn't end in high school, right? When you go to college, it kind of becomes even bigger. Yeah, well said. And it sounds like we're we're hinting on a lot of important topics here. Like your like what how does this decision affect our like internship life cycle or grant or grad school applications? What does it feel like from a first gen pressure perspective or just anxiety overall talking to people? So maybe let's like dive into each of these and dissect how we thought about those challenges. Maybe first we could talk about like the degree plans. Yeah, you know, it's, I have the degree plan pulled up here for 
for U of H chemical engineering, right? And when I look at it, I, I still remember the first time I went to the advisor's office and she handed me a piece of paper. Um, it was like a flow chart with all the classes and it was overwhelming, like completely overwhelming. Like what the heck that I get myself into. Now they've made it a little bit more palatable <laughs> in like a table, not like a flow chart. But still, you know, looking at this, you know, you have your, your freshman year, each semester, you know, they have students taking 15 hours the first semester, 17 hours the next semester, and it doesn't get better from there, right? You know, you're looking at your sophomore year, 16 hours, 16 hours, junior year, 18 hours, 14 hours, and then senior year, you know, 18 hours in the first semester of senior year, which is arguably the most important semester you'll have in your college career. And then 15 hours in the second semester. That's a lot of, I mean, that's on average, if you look at a class that's three hours, that's on average five classes, five to six classes a semester, which is, I'm not going to sit here and, and be negative and say it's it's impossible to do. It's certainly possible to do it and do well. But like I mentioned earlier, there's only so many hours in a day. And if you want to include other things in your schedule, it'll it'll be a definite tough numbers game there. Oh, for sure. And it's also interesting, like, so we were talking about this right before this call, or in, before recording this, which is when you look at the classes, it may look like some semesters are lighter than others, but there's something like colloquially known as the big four at U of H, which is like four of the hardest chemistry classes, second semester of third year. And it was, it's only 14 hours on paper, which sounds better than the 18 one. But even like at that time, the like, these are the hardest classes. It's in like the, like right before your, your, your final internship and like as you're getting ready for recruiting. So so it is absolutely brutal and you it, like that you'd have no idea of looking at this flow chart so it is very important i think to talk to upperclassmen see what classes you should be cognizant of and even shift them around i know a lot of people that like did some of the big four in one semester others in a different semester and then took an extra year just so they wanted to actually learn the content as much as they can and maximize their time at u of h and like building the relationships that have carried on with them for the rest of their life yeah, yeah, and a key point there is maximizing your time in college. You know, one thing I look back on fondly in college, you know, as as hard as some of the stuff that we're talking about sounds, it was incredibly fun. It, it was a great time in my life. I had a blast meeting new people, making new friends, and I'm glad I took that extra time to be able to enjoy that because, you know, going into the real world, it's great, but you you then get more responsibilities as an adult and it just does, you know, it doesn't get easier in a sense it just becomes more and different right but but yeah you know that some of those hours are misleading right you know just like you said some of the classes as you get older in your college career they get harder but that's okay right and one thing we want to kind of say to pre preface all of this is people have gone through it and you'll get through it it's just understanding yourself and what you can actually realistically do and, and you know speaking from a first gen perspective i had this you know junior year before I made that decision or even sophomore year, I had this mentality that I was going to do it. Like no one was going to stop me from graduating in four years. And it was just going to happen because I've done it my whole life. It was just another thing that I was going to overcome. And I really had to learn that, you know, that's, that's fine. That mentality is okay because it got me to that point. But really, I need to learn how to, you know, take the time I need for myself and really shift my perspective that it's okay to take more time. It doesn't mean I'm failing. It doesn't mean I'm doing bad. It's just me taking more time for myself. Yeah, that balance between like uh, the pressure that we're feeling as first gens to knock everything out, like, especially everything unfamiliar the first time around, as opposed to enjoying or making the most of that time in undergrad is, is very hard. So that's, that's, that's duly noted.
And it sounds like a lot of what you remember from undergrad isn't like the extra two hours you spent studying for thermo, but the extra two hours you spent bonding with people or working on clubs or working on meaningful projects. So having time set aside for that is a, it's a very human part of going to school. And that part uh, truly matters. So it's, so definitely it's, a, it's an honest conversation with ourselves of are we forcing ourselves to do too much? And maybe there's true value in slowing down and appreciating it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, one thing that's great throughout this entire process is every freshman, you'll you'll experience the same thing. That's not something that you'll have to worry about as a freshman, because at that point, you're, you're going in there, you're figuring out your schedule, you're figuring out how you work in college, your new life. But the important thing that we want you guys to take away from this conversation is in the back of your mind, start evaluating, okay, are some of these classes that I'm being told to take and certain order are they realistic do they mesh with my learning style let me go and talk to some juniors and you know seniors to be able to do that right so so that's one thing that you know just take away from the conversation yeah and that's a good transition to this idea of like how do you like especially as you're making these decisions like should i take an extra year where should i intern should i take a part-time internship these are very hard questions that we haven't done before as freshmen or sophomores in undergrad and this idea of talking to juniors or seniors or upperclassmen is a really good way of getting a pulse check on like if you're going the right direction or not and people are happy to help because they were in your shoes just a couple years ago but one thing that adnan pointed out before this call that i want to give him incredible credit for for recognizing is very often it's like yelp reviews where you're talking to people where you only hear the people that are leaving one-star reviews harping on the same problems and people that are breezing through it or have some of the best processes you have to like seek out and learn some of that a little bit more deliberately so as you talk to people and explore these decisions definitely keep an open mind that people are going through their own lived experience and that even though it's it's helpful information to get sometimes uh you hear some of the the challenges more than uh the happier times just because people are living through it right now yeah, yeah. I, I'll never forget meeting somebody that also did chemi when I was, I think, a freshman at U of H. It, it wasn't even in school. I, I met this person in an outside setting at like a party or something like that. And he just happened to had taken some chemi courses, didn't get through them. And, and Shiv, you know, there's a course in, in chemi called uh, Material and Energy Balances. It's kind of like the uh, sophomore first chemi class that you'll take. So it's the first time you get that curriculum. And it's it's on paper, it's a pretty difficult class. And, and I remember distinctly this person giving me a review of the class and making out to be like this impossible mountain that I would never be able to climb because this person took the class twice. They weren't successful. They had to switch majors. And I remember feeling physical pain from the anxiety that this person was causing me because I was slated to take this class the semester after. And I was like, oh my God, like what have I gotten myself into? This person seems so smart. They haven't gotten through this class. Will I be able to get through it? And now that I look back on it, I took the class. Yeah, it was hard. It was not easy, but I applied myself. I found a good study group. I found good uh, methods to be able to succeed. And yeah, I didn't get an A in the class, but you know, I passed, I did well, I did okay. And it was a precursor to all the other hard classes that I was going to get because yeah, people are going to give you experiences just like Shift pointed out. Um, but the people that end up doing well don't really leave those reviews. They don't really tell people the negative side of it because it's fine. It's usually more nuanced than that, right? Yeah. And even if, like, for the same class you're talking about, I ended up taking it the first 
semester of sophomore year and I dropped it because I got like a 32 on the first exam and I was scared of failing and maybe I should have persevered a little bit and seen what happened because the average was like a 38 on the on that exam but still like the fact that I remember these numbers now is, is scary <laughs> like 10 years later but anyways all that to say is like I, I, I've heard similar reviews it scared me and then that led me to dropping a class I should have persevered in a little bit more and I ended up being okay the next semester because of this exact mindset change that I had to like understand but anyway take anything you hear with a grain of salt but also uh, it's a good learning opportunity to hear where are the pain points that people are feeling yeah and, and one thing you know that i want to point out with with you know four versus five years is just from a you know recruiting perspective i do you know for the company i work for i go on campus every year once a semester and when we recruit for internships and and, and sophomores <clears throat> for also juniors as well and, and one thing i've noticed is the students that maybe take a little bit more time to graduate generally do have more of an idea of what they want they are generally more polished in that sense because they they did have that time to maybe go do that extracurricular activity, join that club, become a president, become a VP for an organization. And that really does help. So that's another you know thing, just from a recruiting perspective, if that is your end goal, just consider that because it, it does help you a lot. Yeah. Speaking of, how many internships did you end up doing before graduation? So I ended up doing four. So yeah, so I had one the summer of my sophomore year, one the summer of my junior year, and then I, you know, did what they call it a back to back. So I, instead of going back to full time that August, I worked part time while going, while doing uh, school as well. And then I had a final internship with a different company the summer right after my junior year. So before senior year. So that was my like super senior year in a sense. But, but the advantage to that, and, and I didn't mention this earlier, is when I started my true final year in school, I had a job offer in hand, which was incredible from just a financial perspective because I knew that, okay, July of this year, I will be fully employed and I will start making money and be able to contribute to you know my parents, but also start building my life. That wasn't an unknown for me. And as I was going through school that final year, I had so much more time not having to look for work because that's a big deal as well. When you're a senior, you have to go do, you know, to the career fairs. You might often have to fly out to different career fairs and different parts of the country. And that all costs money. That all you know takes up time. And luckily, because of the internships I had and the sacrifice I had made before with school, I didn't need to do that. Yeah, that's a solid balance, I think. I guess like capitalizing on the opportunities you had through the internship. And it sounds like you also had a better worldview than like, I'm assuming if you had to recruit that fall, you would have had a lot more to talk about on your resume because of the four internships. And therefore, it would have been easier for you to recruit anyways, if you had to, which I think, so in mine, I had three internships, each in like different fields, chemical, I worked in chemicals, onshore gas, and then EPC, which are all different forms of uh, different types of sectors for chemical engineers. And it was nice for me to be able to have these conversations and stories ready for interviews that some of, the, some of my peers may not have. And therefore, just like Adnan mentioned, it's easier to recruit because you have relevant experiences. So anyways, I think, yeah, that's a solid point that understanding the value of the, the work you're doing in these internships or the extra time you have on campus is, is critical because then your first step post-school is much stronger and that sets you up a, a lot further. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you're at that point, maybe you're a, you know, you're a freshman listening to this podcast or you're a sophomore listening to this podcast. The one thing that we want you to take away is be 
open to being flexible. Don't be so rigid in your thinking in school, you know, and if you have parents that, you know, you're, you might be first gen, but maybe your parents are helping you with school and they have that mentality as well. Be open with them. Tell them, hey, look, these are the benefits of me taking an extra year. You know, if they're paying for your school, they want to see you end up hopefully getting a job or maybe having that strong application for grad school. And it won't do you any good or them any good if you spend all your time doing school and at the end of it, you have a hard time finding that job because you don't have that experience or that extracurricular, you know, accolades, um, or even have a hard time with your grad school applications. That's going to, that's going to kind of, you know, really waste a lot of what you've done throughout those four years, not being able to get that at the end. Solid point. Do you think that extra time helps you with your, like, like, we've talked about how internships have helped us like develop new experiences that are relevant and position us better for full-time. Did it help you with networking sounds so like vanilla, but like knowing people in different fields and different parts of like, and different things you're unfamiliar with, like did the extra year help you develop your worldview a little bit more in that way? I think so. I think the the biggest thing that it helped me is what is what's like what it's a, what is it like being an adult, right? Because going into internships, you're interacting with people that do this full time. You're interacting with adults, people that know what the you know what the business world looks like, know what the engineering world looks like, or whatever major you're in, know what that world looks like, and you've never been exposed to that as a student or even as a first gen you know first gen student so a simple thing as what is a 401k right or or what do you do when you make money like you know putting it in a savings account these are things that Honestly, some of my mentors, as I was going through these internships, taught because I certainly didn't have that network back home to be able to figure that out. So, you know, when I graduated and I started making money, it wasn't like new to me. I already knew what to do with my first paycheck. I already knew, you know, what bills would look like and what certain responsibilities would look like. So that really helped in that sense. Yes, snap plus one to that. I remember the first time I had to learn what a 401k was on the first internship. I was mind blown that this is a thing. <laughs> My parents never had to, right? And never had one. But yeah, interesting. I guess one final thing I wanted to talk about in this was maybe some of the anxiety. Because we talked about maybe a lot of the pros, which are all, which is great, but. It is stressful to make this decision in the moment. Were there like, like what were some of the things you were thinking about that was like difficult when you made that decision that third year? You mentioned like costs, you mentioned like, were there like social pressures? Were you concerned about like your peers? Like, like what are some of the things that gave you anxiety in that time? It was really everything, right? Because everything is an unknown, right? I thought about, okay, will I be able to pay for this? Some of my other peers that I'm with, they're going to graduate ahead of me. Is that, is that bad? you know, will I be able to balance work and school at the same time? Can I do this? And it all kind of hits you at once, right? And whenever, at least how I operated was I would quickly try to make changes and stop that anxiety. And and what I realized as I went through it is it's okay. Like that's going to be there in the back of my mind. But the only thing I can keep doing is moving forward. And that anxiety eventually goes away in a sense. You, it normalizes. Now, looking back on it now, it kind of reminds me like the first time I learned how to drive and I got in the freeway and it's like so terrifying because you're in this like metal you know box and someone can hit you and you can die at any moment. And eventually that danger is always there, but you don't think of it because you do it so much. And so that's how it kind of went with, at least in that sense in school. That anxiety was always there in a way, but as I started doing it more and more, I realized, okay, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I love that parallel. 
For sure. I remember the first time driving, I was scared out of my mind. And now it's the same risk. That's, that's well said. But like maybe like, so uh, it's easy in hindsight, I guess, to say oh, it's all going to be okay. And I can imagine all the pressures coming down at once being very stressful. Like in the moment, apart from just reflecting and thinking about it, what kind of helped you make that decision? Was it venting with a mentor, talking to your peers? Like what helped you make that? So so really for me was the mentor part was 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 big because my mentors were used to people making the same decisions. And so they were able to give me a kind of a, a framework of a game plan on how to approach it. And then just being open and talking with my professors, okay, this is what I'm planning on doing. Will you be able to support me in this? And getting that yes from them. And slowly the the idea started becoming more realistic as it went on. And then when I was actually doing it, it became very clear, okay, I can do this. This is doable. I can, you know, balance this. I can find the money to go to school. And that started kind of going away. So I would say one of the big things that helped me was just being open with people and asking for that help and asking for that advice and not internalizing everything. Yeah, no, well said. The The mentor piece is, is, is critical. I think I didn't appreciate the value of it. I didn't grow up having mentors. So the idea of even having a formal mentorship, it, it feels so strange. But definitely, these are people that are in it to help you succeed. That's the main value they're getting from that relationship. So it's nice that they were able to help uh, be that, that voice of reason and that framework, uh, help give you that framework during that conversation. And same way for me. I, I didn't know what I wanted, so I reached out to some of the older some of my older cousins that were at like they were doing chemi at UT or that's probably why I picked chemi honestly. But there were <laughs> I had people that I reached out to that to say like is it worth doing five years? Is this like a, a reliable career path? Like am I making the wrong decision? And if you're just in your mind all the time, it's very easy to psych yourself out. But talking about it with someone, anyone is very helpful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know, kind of to wrap wrap up this conversation, you know, the big thing that we want you guys to take away with and I mentioned this earlier is just having an open mind, right? As you're going through school, it's yeah, you're there to get a degree and to get a job, but you're also there to experience this, you know, what what the college experience is. And we talk about this all the time in our podcast, the college experience, the first-gen experience. That's something that you're never going to be able to kind of recreate, even as you graduate and become an adult. So just be open, you know, use the resources you have on hand and know that it's okay to take extra time. The world's not going to end. And chances are it's going to benefit you more than maybe taking the four years. But really, we hope that you guys got something out of this conversation. Uh, we know, you know, we did just reflecting back on it, but you know, again, thank you guys for listening and talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm.